0: There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling.
1: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky die. Suck it!
0: Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Like Shawn Michaels.
1: I could have easily said I'm not going to do it. Triple H. But you're going to have to learn each shit like they said it.
0: And x pac
1: k 8 was already dead. Give me a break.
0: The Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Coming next week
1: to Spotify. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry, nope. But a box fan? Happily, yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by regency. App for details. It's only a kick,
0: a jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Cody Rhodes. Thank you for doing this, man. Thank you very much. That was, um, listen,
1: what was that like? And I, uh, everyone kept asking me all day, like, "What do you expect?" Um, and of course, I was, I was hoping they'd be happy, as a crowd, or at least, yay, boo, whatever it might be, just some sort of energy and feeling. But I really didn't want to put any um, expectations on it, and I never looked out there. I never walked the ramp. I never got to see the crowd. I, you know, they put me in my sweats, and I ran. And I got on the. I never heard. I didn't see anything. So coming up on that lift it was the first time I saw the grandeur you know the showcase of immortals all the things that uh wrestlemania is and man whew, just just a feeling that i'll chase the rest of my life if we never get another one and then, yeah, as a wrestler you always i gotta get another one i gotta get what am i doing next year but gosh if i don't get another one i feel uh so vindicated man so vindicated to go from just nowhere on the card and no desire to have me and no priority and that's not a knock on anybody and to go out in the frickin wilderness and try everything I could to make some noise and change our business and pro wrestling and sports entertainment, whatever the F you want to call it and just, oh, I felt like they appreciated it and I appreciated them.
0: So do you think you set out, you accomplished what you set out to do when you left WWE all those years ago? Was this the final, was this the goal?
1: I. Um, you're the man to give, to give the scoops to, but this is one that I'm kind of saving for, uh, for, for Monday Night Roll, of all places, to tell people. But long story short, the reason I got into this whole thing was, you know, you want to be like your dad. And uh, that specter is so heavy and so long, I veered away from it. And to be able to just one jab, and they knew. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just uh, I, I hate when people are like, oh, he'd be proud of you because, yeah, I know they mean well, but he's not here. And I wish I wish he was to see it. But the most my family has ever hold is ever whole is when we're out there. Yeah. And I just I felt them all. I felt Virgil Sr. Who I never met. I felt my dad. I felt my brother, my mother, my nine year old. I mean, my nine month old little baby who fell asleep before I went out. Um, <laughs> and I just uh, such a responsibility to carry. The name and the whole thing finally felt like, you know what, I can do it. I can be, I can do it, all right? I'm not gonna be the little ugly duckling of the family. I can do it. I can carry the Rhodes name. I can carry it in Texas. I can carry it on a show with Charlotte, with Steve Austin, with friggin' Undertaker. And I felt good about it.
0: I wasn't even planning on asking this question. Mm It didn't even occur to me until now, but there was, I mean, thinking about your time in AEW, it seems almost, Worth asking, like yeah. was the longer the cape like indicative of the lower the confidence at the time? I mean, if when you're, the way you're talking <laughs> about this now,
1: um, it, I don't think it was a matter of confidence as much as I am so proud of Aew. God, I am so proud I'm so proud of Matt, Nick and Kenny and I really want to see uh, Tony move forward in the all no bad blood in the best of ways and all the respect in the world, but the decision to come here was the easiest decision I ever made. It was just time. That show is doing well, wrestlers are getting paid that weren't getting paid, Mm -hmm. and I had a small part in making that happen, or maybe kind of a big part, I don't know, it depends on who you ask, but I'm so proud of it. But it's one of those things, how much are you gonna do for everybody else? Until you say, you know what, I want one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like that tonight. I'm so sorry supposed to be a wrestler. I'm just, uh, I felt real good. Yeah. Um,
0: so, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how this came to be. Yeah. Um, I've heard, uh, you know, obviously Vince was intimately involved. How was Vince in the conversation? I also heard Bruce Pritchard and Nick Khan were very involved in this Girl, whole thing. Oh, can you tell me a little bit about the
1: process and, and, and how we got here? I can tell you the, one of the most special parts of it was that Bruce and, uh, and the chairman himself and Vince flew down to meet me. And uh, I, uh, it was, had that meeting not led to anything? Had mm-hmm. it just been a conversation about, oh, wrestling, sports entertainment, so fun, this, that, had it just been a conversation about that, it would have been great closure on the last loop. Because I mean, I left here on the worst of terms. Right. I talked all the smack on earth, but it, none of it mattered. It was just, hey, you went out and did it. And I I remember saying, I have to be me. It has to be my, it has to be kingdom. It has to be uh, the American nightmare. And to hear Vince say, well, it's not broke. That's what we're buying. Um, Again, just vindication. It it felt good. You spent all this time trying to prove people wrong who doubted you and prove people right who were on board with you. But in that moment, it was just closure on the first loop and excitement for what's next. Uh, And I mean, it's I'm going to talk about it on Raw, and I'll probably limit it. But it's pretty clear what I came to do. Pretty clear. There's there's unfinished business um, for my family. And there's something we never got. Mm -hmm. And I want to be the one to get it.
0: I know there's some other stuff going on too. You're going to yeah. get access tomorrow night and I don't I and that's not just a plug, I but 11:30 apparently tomorrow night, but like that's at night. That's what a, I've been
1: told. A baby. She's coming. She's coming on the
0: panel. I mean, the reason why that's meaningful, I think, is that there's some people that were like, "Well, even if we expect, if we guessed that you would be sure. here, we didn't know the level of commitment, you know, or, or not even the level of commitment <sighs> for you mentally, but the level of like contractual obligation, you know." There's a lot of different factors that go sure. into play. You're all in, I assume. Is this that you're going to be on Raw as a full-time obligation here? Yeah,
1: it's a great way to a great way to put it. Is all in. Maybe the most complex document or contract ever drawn up in in the in the history of our game, but a uh, full commitment, full multi-year commitment, not, not a part-time deal, back to what I used to do. Every day on the road, these people were wonderful enough to get me a bus so that my family could be with me, and I got everyone, all of them here tonight, so they, they bet on me, so I'm going to bet on WWE, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. How
0: You talk about the complex document, I have to ask. You sure. had to. You must have protected yourself a little bit coming in. I mean, there's nobody that's lived the life that you have. That had not, you don't have to yeah. know who's on the paper. <laughs> but ha, but what what was in the back of your mind when you're like working all this stuff out? Like what are you are you guarding against stardust? Are you guarding against what? I mean, like what 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 do you what what? Is, why is the contract so long?
1: Well, I think coming from every perception. Undertaker said it a couple times last night in his speech. Perceptions reality off in mm-hmm. the industry and perception of me is all over the place. Oh, he's an egomaniac. Oh, he asked for all this money. All this crazy. It's kind of fun to hear. hmm. But in reality, I just I grew up here I was yeah. 20 years old. I didn't know what a contract was. I was 19. Yeah, I think when I went to OVW and now it's just a, a different story. It's not so much about, hey, this has to be this way. This has to be this way. It was just more of I was the executive vice president of AEW. I uh, one of the founding fathers, and I wanted to make sure that leaving it was with the utmost respect. Uh, and not going to be, I hope no one's lazy enough here, which no one is, to make AEW jokes or bingo hall references and any of that because it's no nothing against them. It was just time for me to move on. Mm-hmm. Time for me to, I'd wrestled everybody I wanted to wrestle. I didn't want to be a 15 time TNT champion and hold the belt hostage. Yeah, uh, I wanted to move on maybe to a different uh piece of leather, but yeah, I don't know why it's that complicated. Brian, my agents back there just going, Oh my God, don't say anything. It's a complicated well, document, right? It's pretty, long. it's pretty long, but they were, but Nick Khan, Nick Khan's another one. Perception is reality, right? Everyone has these opinions on Nick Khan. That guy was the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. Nicest guy and Bruce to come in and Bruce to the B and then to have the chairman himself and just God, that courtship felt so good. It really did come a long way. Um, who was the first
0: person, if you, I mean, I, I know that you've been kind of keeping this a big secret. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people that have heard some very interesting messages from you over the past week. But who was the first person in WWE that you called after you signed the deal? Oh, I don't. Have you talked to anybody?
1: Any of your old friends? Did you say, hey, I'm coming home? So, nobody. Um, the real ones, the true, like the OG ones knew. Mm-hmm. The one who had a really hard time with me not telling him was Kevin Owens like genuinely already knew, come yeah. on, man. I know we're on the same card. He's gets to be in the, the lofty air of going on last tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just wanted to just keep it quiet and keep it low. Uh, I didn't even tell Randy, I haven't seen Randy. Um, I heard he's like a really good guy, cleaned <laughs> up his life. <laughs> Blows my mind. This guy threw a dynamite stick in a lobby in Mexico the first weekend I met him. Now he's a family man? <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? Um, I didn't tell I didn't tell anyone I kept it very limited it was it was Brandy of course knew uh, my mom and my cousin works here at the timekeeper Berkeley is my cousin he didn't even know he didn't know until he walked in and saw me last night so I just wanted to keep it as the worst kept secret in wrestling but just keep it as low as possible because it's that one time, WrestleMania is the time when you, sh- you wanna know what's happening, mm-hmm. but you don't know until you see it. Yeah. Oh, Brian Danielson, right? Daniel Bryan, when he won the title, you wanted it to happen so bad, but you had to wait the whole night to see it. Yeah. Macho man going through that tournament, you had to wait. Uh, and I got to be in that spot this year. This is great. Why Seth? <sighs> There's nobody Nobody else it could have been. Um, Seth walked to the ring in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and his First live event loop ever coming off of uh, Florida Championship Wrestling, Mm -hmm. and it was against me. Dayton, Ohio, the Nutter Center, his first dark match at a uh, television, and it was against me. The Shield versus the Rhodes, uh, which I blocked those matches out of my head and then realized, man, these were special and something. And it was him then. Uh, It just, it needed to be him. And, And here's why, and this isn't a knock on Seth. I heard so much about Dusty's kids at NXT. Yeah to the point where what about his real kids (laughs) what about his actual kids and again slow learner maybe it took me a little while but to be able to walk out there earn his respect as he earned mine once and this is a different man now this guy's been to the top of the mountain uh it couldn't have been anyone else now that i think about it it really couldn't had to be him
0: i I was going to ask what your favorite moment of tonight was i don't know that it has to be one but there was a moment where you looked up at the lights when the crowd was chanting your name. You mentioned the entrance, but then, of course, the atomic elbow at the end. Hmm. Um, well, listen, I, I just got told as you, right before you came on the, that part of this is that you're going to executive produce the A&E documentary about your dad. Yeah. So, hmm. you know, tell me about that
1: atomic elbow. Let's just put leave it at that. It wasn't the elbow so much as it was the jab. The jabs. So this story that we're telling or what, however you look at the industry, it's physical and when it happens and they respond, oh, well, you got him. And then stadiums, is a whole nother ball game. It travels. The bigger crowd, it's longer. You got to wait. But to do something as simple as a jab and them to get it, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the only thing missing in that match was like a Von Eric claw. Uh, you know, it's no secret. Triple H is my favorite wrestler ever, even though I destroyed his throne and badmouthed him to the end of the earth. but. To see him before I he was the last person I saw uh, before I uh, I went out there and uh, if he never knew he was my favorite wrestler. Now he, now I have to tell him, uh, but the pedigree itself, just everything in there, everything, um, even the stuff I messed up, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, yeah, it just was it was right. But that one jab was, felt good because this is, I had this great education in wrestling. Right, I worked here for 20 to. 30 whatnot, so I was under the learning tree of, of, of Vince, of Arn, of Michael, of Jamie Noble, of these guys who are still here, and then I had my whole life under the learning tree of my dad. I'm not supposed to do anything but this. Yeah. This is my life's education. I'm not going to do anything but this, and it just took me a while to put it together, and tonight yeah. I felt like, ah, I figured this thing out. I got it. I just got to keep, keep getting it, so.
0: I got to let you go, but can you give us any more of a, a teaser for what's coming tomorrow night or what's what, coming over the next the you, next
1: month or two? You
0: gave me the, I didn't know I was on this panel.
1: So now I'm, I'm sorry, Monday night, not tomorrow night, oh, Monday for, night on Raw. I can't it, tell what, you anything other than you're going to be there. I I'm I will be there uh, and I want to make my intentions clear. Just my intent. You know, it's, yeah, you, you said the words all in sure and multi-year contract and it's great investment and I'm investing in them as well but I want people to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Because if people would grudge me and they say anything like sold out or whatnot, I want them to know what that really means and why it doesn't bother me at all, if that makes any sense. It does. Uh,
0: again, wasn't planning on asking this, but how much of this was in your head when you cut that, had that last
1: big promo in, in AEW? <sighs> that, that interview looks a lot different now. It sure does. Uh, I think everyone knew respectfully that it was, something was wrong. It wasn't, I wasn't mad at anybody. I was so happy we set the table and then their punk came, Mm -hmm. Brian came, Cole came. Great, great. I can go do my thing now. Uh, And to be there for MJF and to be there for Sammy um, and the kids, I got to be there for the kids, right? Um, So looking at that interview, I didn't know. I didn't know then, but I did know if it happens, I need to get this out. I need them to know how much I appreciated their love for the six years. A story that you guys put out about me right at the beginning that was huge for me. Mm -hmm. It's a long-form piece that I'll never forget. Um, I don't mind if people boo me or cheer me whatever, but I want them to know what's real. I Mm -hmm. I hate the idea that they have something built up about me that's not. And that's the only time you get to do that is when you talk. Uh, And I have some up-and-down interviews. Sometimes they're out-of-the-park home runs, and other times they are just... This guy's a lunatic. He swings. Yeah, but it's it's about plate appearances, as Arne Anderson would say. Sometimes you strike out and sometimes it's a home run. So looking for a home run on Monday. All right, what are you gonna do tonight? Where are you going after this? Uh, We brought every friend I possibly know in the most obnoxious fashion ever and put them all on the bus with me. And I tried really carefully to leave without doing big emotional goodbyes and such, but I'm almost not looking forward to getting back on it because I know they're all really excited and happy and probably some revelry and uh, libations and such, but we got to go to work. I got a scrum in the morning and this panel that you've just informed me about, I'm stoked about uh, tomorrow night. So yeah, got
0: to go to work. Thank you for coming back to WWE and thank you for doing this interview. Thank you. This is Cody Rhodes. Um, Wow. Just like, I'll be honest. I had an inkling this was going to happen uh you can never prepare yourself for the feeling you know when you came yeah. out so that was I, I can only imagine it was crazy for you
1: hopefully too. we can make more of those we'll do it let's do let's it do it